Welcome to track number two of Predestination. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your blessing. Today, we are glad. We are praising you. We are giving you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. The theme for our camp is predestination. That's not the theme. The theme of our camp is predestination. What is predestination? Number one, it is the previous determination of events. The previous determination of events, which means that events have already been determined. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Are you there? Number two. It means being determined in advance. All right? Being determined in advance. Especially the doctrine usually associated with Calvin. How many have heard of the man Calvin? He was the one who um, really taught this predestination, caused a lot of confusion with that. That God has foreordained every event throughout eternity. God has foreordained everything that, has, that happens throughout eternity. Including the salvation of men. Have you got that? Sister, are you okay? The one in the red. Yeah, you wave to me. Yeah. Are you all right? Everything okay? Okay. You were not looking happy. Yesterday I spoke about happiness. You, you must be, it's very important to be happy. Happiness is what? Arithmetic, isn't it? What plus what is equal to happiness? Contentment plus joy is equal to happiness. It's a very important formula. Contentment plus joy. It's equal to happiness. You must be content with what you have. With such things as you have. Amen. Number three. If you believe, I'm just giving you some English language definitions. If you believe in predestination, You believe that people have no real control of over events because everything has already been decided by God's power. Right? So we are we are sharing about the concept of predestination that 
things have been previously determined that you would be a doctor that you would not be a doctor that you would be a Nigerian or a Zimbabwean that you would be in America or that you would not be in America it's already determined that you'll be saved or not saved mercy I believe in predestination and I'm going to spend uh, show you that predestination is true amen all right so if you believe in predestination you will be comforted yeah okay you will be comforted and believe that people have no real control of events so if you die or you live especially you know when you, if you die or somebody that you love dies just somebody that you love dies then you have to call on your predestination beliefs quickly so that you comfort yourself with that. It's determined already. Do you understand? It's determined. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. The guy doesn't marry you. Yes, so it's predestination. <laughs> It is going to solve a lot of problems for you, this particular. Yeah. Because you wouldn't struggle with certain things. You just look and say, no, in a life, predestination. It's true. That's why I said yesterday that do you think that I have come here to make you into full time ministry? When some things have been predetermined already. So, you know how long I've been preaching about photo? When were you in a crowd preaching about uh, uh, Pharaoh? How many years ago was that? Yeah. I preached and preached and preached. Very few have trickled through the filter to come. It's true. Very, very few. And I believe in it strongly. Eesh. And I mean, this time as I've come here, I've in, um, um, my intention is not to tell you any lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you there? So, you see, one day I was, I was looking at someone, I was saying, oh, this person, I'm going to let this person go away. But I realized that people are predetermined as to who will do certain things. It's, it's determined. If you look at your wife or your husband, I mean, if you grow up a bit in life, you realize that there are so many people that you could marry. I mean, when you've been married for some time, you realize that. I mean, this idea we had that I will see one person, God has prepared one person, and so on. In the practical implementation of what marriage is, you realize that you could have related in that way to many people. 
Do you understand? So you realize that for you to be married to a particular person, you have to meet that particular person at a particular time. At the time that you were going to take such a decision. And there are some people you don't meet. God doesn't shield you from them. So you don't meet them when you have to take such decisions. They are out of the radar. They will come maybe after or later. You see? So... Yeah, that's how it's predetermined. <laughs> Amen. So you realize that there are so many things that are determined already by the Lord. And you will have to come to believe in that. And it makes you more rested and accepting. Of what God has given you. Do you understand? Yeah. Because uh, when Joseph was sent to um, Egypt, or he was sent captive, when he met his brothers, he said, Look, you captured me, you threw me away, you whatever. But God sent me. So what he was explaining was that as I was going, I was being sent. Although you felt that you were sending, you were selling me, God was sending me. So there's a lot of things that look accidental, but God is the one doing it. And it has already been determined. I tell you to be in this church. Determined. The people that God has given me are determined. The people that God has given me are determined. So you will start to treat everybody specially because you know that this person has been chosen by God to be in a particular role in your life. Amen. So you will not easily sack people. You not easily sack people. Because you may be sacking from your life your predetermined helper. Sure. And when you sack somebody that God has determined that I'm sending this person to you, what's going to become of you? What's going to become of you? Yeah. Sack your helper. Sack your wife. You sack your church. You sack your pastor. Because if the person is the God has determined that this person will pastor you. And you meet the person, you sack the person from your life. You see that before you realize scrambled. Do you know scrambled eggs? Do you know how to make scrambled eggs? Huh? You see, there there are two ways to scramble things. You can scramble it in the bowl and then it becomes an omelette. Scramble the whole thing. Or you put it in the hot oil and you're scrambling it. But what I'm saying is that before it enters the scrambling mode, it's organized. You see one yolk here, 
You see another, you see this, you see this. Like I was talking about our pastor who was killed three weeks ago. He was with his wife planning their life. Everything this is husband, this is wife, our daughter, our child is going to be born. This then it's crumbled. Suddenly you can't see any of such things again. It's, everything is mixed up in just a moment. Just one moment is mixed up. You can't see head or tail of the thing again. So that is how uh, powerful God is. And a lot of these things are determined. So you, you have to be careful you know, in your relationship. You have to be careful with the, the different people. That's why I didn't come for the camp the last time. Because Bishop Saki wasn't well. And that is somebody that also God sent to me from the time that I was starting the church. Do you understand? True. From that time, at the beginning, God sent him to me and sent me also to him. It's true. So, anything that happens to him or that concerns him is very, very important to me. You have to, you have to know all those things. If you don't know them, you miss them. Most of the good things in your life will just pass away. And then you see that it's all gone. It's true. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, if it was not for me, you would not have been a pastor. I was telling I said, you would not have been a pastor. Tell the truth. You would not have been a pastor. Tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So you, 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 should, you should watch out. As you are trying to scramble me in your plate. <laughs> Are you there? So you got to watch out for things that are determined and give glory to God. God is great, God is powerful. That's what the Muslims say Allahu Akbar. God is great. Whatever, sometimes the negatives. One day I had a meeting with. some pastors and i gave them a very great proposal not lighthouse pastors i gave them a great proposal which i mean would have done so much when we left the meeting i realized that they had all rejected my proposal so i called one of my friends who was among the pastors and i discussed with him and as we were talking i told him i said it is the will of God. Then he said, ah, why can you, say, can you say it's the will of God? I said, it's the will of God. Look. Hello? One of the things about God is that it's very mysterious to serve God. And his ways are beyond our understanding. I told him it's the will of God. I said, but I'm going to win souls. It's going to let the church work better. Yeah. There are people that I have, you know, who want to work in the ministry with me. I remember some years ago I was in Amsterdam. And then I had a call from somebody. And the person's husband has decided to go 
and become a shooting star. Do you know what is a shooting star? <laughs> shooting star is a star that goes this way. It goes off. Is there somebody tampering with my volume? What are you doing? Oh, the battery. Hello. It's, it's rising and falling. It's fluctuating. So you guys, all of you backslide if you don't sit down. And settle down. There's nothing to do. All the things you are doing are not necessary. I am preaching. After or anything you are doing is not necessary. Please come in and sit down. Come in and sit down. And don't stand at the back. I have not appointed you as more important than those here who know more things than you stand at the back. There is nothing to do at the back, please. There is nothing to stand and watch. Just come and sit down. Look, all here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever. There is nothing else. If you, if this one happens to ashes, sound technicians, you, have you ever seen a sound technician who becomes a pastor? You watch them and see. Those who make videos and all these things, many times they don't even progress. Ashes. Yeah, it's because of this. The word is come. They never, they never really become part of it. Because they are like in helping, helping. It's like a good thing, but before I realize that's taken away from you. It's true. So once you press play, all of you at the back, play. Then forget about it and just what are, what are you doing again? Record. Huh? Record. And then and that's it. What are you doing? There's nothing to do. There is nothing to do. Okay. So come in if you are outside. Come in. One, two. Somebody should come for my chair. Look at one, two, three. Come and sit down. You know? Those are the back outside registering. You are registering nothing. I'm preaching now. There's nothing to do outside. Is there somebody outside? Those there were some two girls sitting at the desk there. There is nothing to do anymore. I'm preaching now. Finish just now. Say breakfast. What are you doing? Moving, moving, moving. Looking something. Why? Mercy. My sister. Darling. Look at the chair. One, two. Just sit down. Just sit down so that I can preach. I'll finish just now, then you, you can do everything else. Okay. What was I talking about? Yeah. She, as she was, as her husband was now, the steps that her husband was taking was now destroying her ministry. She could no longer, first of all, she could no longer be in the church that she was. She could no longer be a pastor. She could no longer do whatever. I, I spoke to her, I told her it's the will of God. She said, How, what am I, am I mad? What am I saying? I said, oh, it's the will of God. It is to humble you. You, you will not know how mysterious the will of God is till you go through certain things. You realize a lot of things are determined. Yeah. Because look, everything that I want to happen is not what has happened. If I, was to, if I was to experience what I want, these two here will not be sitting here at this meeting. That's true. 
These two sitting here, they will not be here. Yeah, a lot of people will not be here. What I want is not what is happening or what has happened. That is not my experience. That's not my experience. Yeah. At my age, look, the Bible says, you shall rise up before the gray-headed and honor the aged. I am the Lord. Yeah. What you want in life is not what you experience. Or what you even know to be good. It's mysterious. And things happen. Yeah. If you take Mrs. Saki who died, it has taken me two years to recover to a point. I mean, from her absence in the office with me, in my personal office. Nobody has been able to, this now that we are get climbing, getting towards recovering from her, just one person going on. And there are a lot of people, if they were to go, we wouldn't even notice that they are gone. <laughs> but you see that God will pick this one and say, you go out. Hey. So what I'm, I'm explaining to you is that there are a lot of things that God has already determined for various mysterious reasons. So you will learn to be humble and to accept a lot of things. Do you understand? So, I'm, I'm explaining, I'm talking about predestination. That the previous determination by God. Because when things happen, oh God, God should, I mean, who, where is God? Where is God? God is there. God is there. Many of the things you think are not determined by God are determined by God already previously. You are now finding out. You are just finding out. You are just discovering that this is what God has decided. But it's not that this something that is taking God by surprise. God is not surprised by anything. You are finding out things. Yeah. So that's why I said, as I have grown, I've come along through the years. I've come to see that. I am the one finding out. Our young pastor who was just shot by the arm robbers, you know, his wife was telling me, he said, look, the arm robber was pointing his gun at my, at my chest like this. And they said, bring the man. Then my husband said, whatever. Then he just turned to pop and then came back to him like that. So the gun was even being pointed at her. She was not shot. Just shot them and came back. And the arm robbers have all been found. All the things they stole have been brought back, which is all rare. Everything they've confessed, they said we are not worthy to live. They went to court, we are not worthy. We, we did it, we killed them, whatever. Huh? Yeah. So, no, no, we are guilty. There's no need of a lawyer. We are guilty. Just, I mean, there's no work for lawyers. Now, we are guilty. We are, we are telling you what we have done. Yeah. You look at something like this, you, it, it sounds like a surprise to you, but it's something you are just discovering about what God has already determined. It's true. If the Bible says that the hair of your head is numbered, then which part is not numbered your years if the hair is numbered years that you celebrate every year you celebrate anniversary how much more god has even gone further to number the hairs of your head so the things they are already decided but we keep on discovering every year something that we didn't know that has already been planned long ago true and we keep on being surprised but the more you grow in the Lord, the more you will start to look at things and say, this is the will of God. God has determined this. 
All right? So, you must... Uh, but what I'm saying, don't accept it until you connect it very well to the scriptures. Hallelujah. When you connect it to the scriptures, then it helps you to form uh, more faith and belief that things have been decided already. Do you understand? Yeah? So, you, you must believe it from the Bible. Okay? Now, the reality of predestination in the Bible. Number one, and I'm giving you how many points? How many points? How many points? About seven. Usually there are seven points. Yeah. Why are there usually seven points? Because if you read the Bible, many things are numbered in sevens. So when you are numbering, why do you want to take a different style? Just use the pattern that God has given. When Jesus came was choosing disciples, just those 12. But there are 12, 12 tribes. Okay, number one. The reality of predestination and the... You can write it that way. That's it. You are like you are writing notes in a lecture. The reality of predestination and the predetermination of your future is revealed in the predetermined detailed creation of your body I should I say it again that's why I say you should write it you know okay the reality of predestination uh, and the predetermination of your future are revealed in other words the truth of predestination is revealed okay in the predetermined detailed creation of your physical body in other words did you get that or i should say it again are revealed in the predetermined detailed creation of your body psalm 139 i will praise thee verse 14 for i am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well my substance was not hid from thee are you with me when i was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth thine eyes i'm reading it's it's a psalm and 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 the psalms form the basis of even what we believe about jesus christ it says thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect and in thy book in thy book god has a book all my members 
were written. Which in continuance were fashioned. When as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me. O God, how great is the sum of them. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Now this verse is telling us that God knew our substance even before we were formed. And that he has a book in which all your members, your nose, your eyes, your appetite, your size, were written. Which in continuance were fashioned. What, what does that mean? As they were being formed, as they were being developed, do you get it? They were fashioned. So the things was written huh? by the book. It was written, then you were being formed. Are your name again? Susan. Susan. So they were, just, they were making Susan. Because it is only recently that they find out DNA that there's some detailed, uh, there's some detailed instructions. Wow. Even, even your, your diseases that you will get. Oh, yes. Even cancers that you will develop in future are all being found out now that the DNA yeah, are predicting that you are going to get certain like, like, like your heart will become like this and your liver will change into this way because as they were being made huh? In thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance, as it was going on, were fashioned. When as yet there was none of them. So he goes on and he says, I will praise you because I'm fearfully, I'm wonderfully made. Wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid for. In other words, God is saying that the, 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 the flesh, my substance was not hidden. It's not like something that God doesn't know about. I get on much better with people. I mean, working in the office, in the ministry. Who communicate with me all the time and there are people when I give them jobs they feel that that the detail of certain things is not necessary to me that is a dividing line between the people I work with well and I don't work with well that, because there is no detail in the whole ministry usually that I'm not involved with if the people would tell you about it 
the marriage council, the book that they used to officiate. The one that pastors use when they are officiating a wedding. Yeah. I wrote it. Not, I mean, there was parts we picked from different things, but I wrote. In those days, I think computers were not as whatever. I was sitting on medical war too when I was writing out the things. Yeah, medical war too. The marriage counseling manual that you, you have. All the chapters, they have, there are different things that happened before each chapter came. You may not know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that you, you, you have people that come and they feel that, oh, this detail is above this person, it's unnecessary, and so, but it's not like that. Huh. I, I did some of the marriage counseling with Louisa. Yeah, she can tell you. He sat down in my office, the office that was bent, we're writing, saying things. Oh. But you see, that's what God is trying to tell us here. That The details of how long you will live. How long that breast is going to last. It, it, it is there. But you just find out. You find out at a point. That, oh, is it this year? Like, oh, it's this year. You just found out. But you are just finding out. So actually, what you are going through is more of shock of discovery. Yeah, but God, God is not surprised at all by anything. It's true. It's true. So, this message will help you to trust God more. For the good, the bad, and the ugly. Have you watched that film? Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you must watch it. It's one of the... Uh, Macanair films. <laughs> Rambo is the first one, and then Jurassic Park is also. Yeah. Are you there? I had a kind of a vision or something like that. This in the night and the Lord was um, I believe the Lord was impressing on me to tell everybody here that he wants to give you a gift listen that a very great blessing is going to come to you through what we call the makane yeah and that everybody here should get a makane no, 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 please, please. This, this, what I'm saying is something different. The Makana is something that we recommend to pastors and so on. But I'm, I just had that. So I, I just remembered it. That there will be a great blessing in your life. A great blessing in your life through the Makana. So you should get it. By the way, when you buy the Makana, I don't get money or anything. You understand? I don't get anything from it. So I'm, what I'm telling you, I'm just telling you for you. I'm not selling something. The first time I began to distrust people who sell things was when I met a certain man who was selling hoovers. You know? Hoover the cap, vacuum cleaners. Yeah. That's when I began to distrust people who sell things. 
Because he had nothing to do with vacuum cleaners. But he just saw that it was something that he could sell. So as long as I knew that he was selling. The next time I saw he was selling something else. So that is, his heart is not. He's just trying to make somebody buy something. But that, but that is not what I'm doing. No, 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 no. A great blessing is determined. I don't know how. I don't know what. But God has impressed on me to recommend it to you. You will not get it here. Then I tell you, God will, number one, he will bless you. He will guide you through it. He will entertain you through it. He will encourage you through it. He will comfort you. He will direct you. He will lash you through that makaneh. And I am really recommending it. All of you can buy. You can even buy the eye makaneh. Which is not even in CD. It's just in an iPod. or I don't know how they sell it. Yeah. You can just buy it. Can we download it from the net as well? You can, you can buy it. From the, from the, the new one. There's a new makaneh. The old makaneh. If you have the old makaneh. The, the current makaneh is first of all upgraded a lot of the places that the sound was not good and all those things have been corrected as much as and it was all produced in England the whole thing doesn't even produced in the, in the church and other camps and others that are not on it are all on it now as one so I recommend that to you I'm telling you more than this camp more than this meeting God has a blessing for you listen to it put it on and just allow god to take care of you god will take care of you through that because you see as you go through that it's not that let's say we're having a meeting and then i'm trying to say something to you but you are not there you understand and it's not like something directed at you or anybody it's a blessing for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours what is coming there are dark things coming these things will bring some light into your life. So please take a note of that. Right. Now, God has determined a lot of things, including your body. It's true. So that if God has determined the detail of how you look like, then it's wonderful. It even helps you to accept people. Quiet people. Talking people. Laughing people. Moody people. All the types. It is already determined. When I got married, one of my first uh, things that I did not, I was not happy about was the time that my wife woke up in the morning because i had read in the bible that a virtuous woman rises early she rises early yeah but now here i was and i realized that she does not seem to rise as early as i believe a a virtuous woman is supposed to to rise yeah so at the point i was irritated i said look i'm a virtuous woman you're supposed to get up so 
We had we have four children. The boys came and then they grew. Then I had daughters. Then I found if let's say we are happy, we are let's say this holiday or something, we are all there. And I find out that the boys will be awake. And then all the girls are, they are all dead. That is when I realized that thing was predetermined. But I was now discovering it. That a thing, a lot of things I tell you, is just that you are now finding out. That's why you are shocked. And that's how it is. Yeah. Do you get it? And I, I, one of, it is one of the things I remember clearly. I said, oh, this was my mind. But when I saw this, I said, ah, it's something that is, I mean, because the, the person from a small child is already behaving like that. It's not that the person is bad. That's how it is. That's how it is. What are you going to do about it? Cannot change the world. Amen. I will praise thee, but I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, so that my soul knows right. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, and yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written. Amen. 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 Which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. We're all formed. Wow. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4. It says, Now the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. Huh. This one, before I formed you in the womb, your father and your mother have not yet met. Uh, God has already done what? Determined. He said, I know, I know, I know you. This, 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 this. It is now that science is discovering that things are determined. Do you know that, I'm sure the doctors can tell me, that many of the cancers and so on, they are genetically determined. Now, they feel that it's all genetics. Genetically, so this person is going to develop this. Genetically, this person. They started noticing certain trends in families. I mean, breast cancer has been the commonest one that has been quite easily to, easy to find the patterns from the mothers, sisters, and so on. But other ones as well, 
they, they're finding out. And that is why they are doing all this genetic engineering. Because they are trying to see what, what is program, what, what have you, which programs have you come with? <laughs> what are the things that have been programmed into this person? What, what did God program into each person here? How many years did he program to each person? It's all written. It's all written. Written formed. Yeah. It's in the Bible. But you see, science is now finding out things. So all of us, the day that we will live, the day that we will die, is determined. You know, we are just finding out things. So if you marry somebody, the person is dead. You, you are so shocked. You are so shocked that the person is dead. And it's something that, that was determined. By God. God, no human being can die unless God has decided that the person should die. Number two. The predestiny of nations and the predetermined outcome of wars and conflicts is revealed by the prophet Isaiah. Predestiny, predestination of nations, predetermined outcome of wars, conflicts revealed by Isaiah. Isaiah 14 verse 24. And one of the verses I've always remembered is Isaiah 14 verse 26. But notice, it says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. That's it. What I have decided, that is what will happen. That I will break the Assyrian in my land and upon my mountains and tread him underfoot. Then shall his yoke depart from them and his burden depart from off their shoulders. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? God has stretched himself that this is what I will do. Who is going to put the hand back? God has purposed, this is what I will do. Who is going to change it? You can do whatever you want to do. It will not change what God has purposed. This is the purpose which is determined on all the earth. This is the purpose which God has purposed. The Lord has stretched his hand. Who shall turn it back? The Lord has stretched out his hand. Who is going to hold his hand and put the hand back? Come and hold it and see what will happen to you. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. Yes. For the Lord hath purpose. Who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out. And who shall turn it back? Look. When you talk to somebody and the person doesn't listen. Look, as you get older. That's why older people look phlegmatic. They look like 
Oh, are you not worried about this? Oh. When I was working at Kolebu, I first went there. Uh, there was a, a doctor. I think he's a professor now. One night at the emergency ward, there was somebody who came sickle cell crisis. And the person was in a lot of pain. So, sir, we have to give some painkillers, drips, whatever. They said, oh, we don't have any painkiller. So they told me, right there, painkiller, there is a pharmacy at Abekan that has this painkiller. So I should write for the patient who is dying in pain to go. On another occasion, somebody came with a, a broken leg and I, I wanted to get a POP for that. They told me to write the prescription for the POP and give him to go and buy. Oh. Yeah. Not somebody told me what I experienced. Now, so I went to see this doctor who was the professor and the head of the park. And I was, oh, it's very, very, he was just looking at me. It's very, very serious. How can this go on? We have to have this. I mean, in the 3 a.m., I'm on duty. 3 a.m. in the night, patient has come, dying, this asthma. You write the person to go to Kaneshi. They'll tell that there is a pharmacy shop at Kaneshi which is open at this time. That is where he can get aminophilin or whatever he needs to take to keep him alive. And uh, it's not something that they told me. Something that practically I experienced. But when I complained and spoke urgently, he was just looking at me. And he said, all he said, it will never change. <laughs> up, to, up to today, it has not changed. It has not changed up to today. So when you see an older person, you see that they, they are more relaxed. relaxed. They, they know the things which won't change. You, you know the things that will not change. But the young person has things that he thinks will change. So he comes with, yeah, I'm changing the world. Yes, we can. We can change. Yes, we can change. Me. But it, it is youthfulness that gives you the this thing that you can change certain things and when it gets to a point you realize that no these are things that I cannot change yeah <laughs> you get it so as you get older you will know the things that can change and the things that cannot change that's why I said to you that if you think that I have come here with only two messages one is that you should be full time in the ministry and number two that you should die for Jesus then you are not respecting the few grey hairs that you are seeing on my head because I'm not expecting you to be full time in the ministry and I don't come here to teach you to be in full time ministry I've come here to teach you about predestination predestination Yeah. Yeah, because I know some of the things that will not change. And I wish some of my during the last one I was teaching a pastor, said, don't feel bad. There are pastors who feel when they see me, or sometimes they feel they don't relate with me well anymore. Because they feel bad. They feel maybe I I was supposed to be in full-time ministry. I didn't, I'm a disappointment. I should have done this. What are you talking about? At my age, there are things that I know. You understand? They are determined by God. I've done, at least I've done my best. 
You understand? But there are things that are even beyond us. Yeah. And we have, we learn how to accept some things and some things, if they can change, they change. But a lot of things don't change. You get it? Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we should stop preaching. We preach. Hey, keep preaching. Amen. So stop, stop having, you know, delusionary ruminations. <laughs> Just flow and be happy about what God has done, what God is doing. You understand? Yeah. So that we can be happy and we can flow. You get it? What's the new noise? Now it says that this is the purpose that is purposed. I mean, God has a purpose that is planned on the whole earth. Who's going to change it? This is something that God has decided to do. Who is going? This is the hand that is stretched out upon the nations of the, the earth. Who's going to change it? Now, if you ever have the chance to study Hitler, which is something that I have been studying. You will be amazed by many, many things. And one of them is by the fact that nobody could kill him until he killed himself. No one could kill him. After the war and in the years following they have come up with 42 attempts to kill Hitler. 42 different attempts to kill Hitler. Documented. People went with him with a gun. And people, there was a one-armed guy who had sacrificed himself in the, in the war somewhere. And he was going, said he would, he would, he would, be, he would be a sacrificial whatever. It didn't work. Bombs. Bombs on planes. Bombs here. Different things. All kinds of things. Until what he, when he decided to take his own life under the bunker. Because there was a certain level of distraction. For instance, during the last, you see, from, from 19, the, the war started in 39, from 1941, in, uh, they launched what they call Operation Barbarossa, which was the invasion of Russia, I think on, in June. And that was what convinced a lot of his generals that he was mad. Do you see? Because Everybody who has attempted to invade Russia has failed. And that is what destroyed him. Because he was so thinly spread out between fighting Russia and the rest of the world. Because as he was fighting Russia, the British also kept, and the Americans, the British, before the Americans came on, that they were going to invade him, Europe. And he had taken the whole of Europe, 
He started the war in 39 by June of 1940. Just a few months. He had taken almost the whole of your France, Paris, everywhere. So it was just a short thing. So by 1940, when he decided in 41 to go to Russia, that was the turning point. And so from about 41, from 42, then he suffered severe losses and defeats in Russia, different places. One of his generals, even they fought and uh, he, they asked for instructions. Hitler told them, fight to the death. The guy, they fought. Thousands and thousands of German soldiers died until they caught the general. And the general was so bitter. And then he came on and he spoke. He said, Hitler is mad. I mean, the general who was fighting the Russians. Hitler is mad. They should not. I mean, they used him as a real campaign. So he spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke. They tried every method to kill this man. But he didn't. Because the people themselves recognized that this guy has gone out of his bone, out of his mind. Now, from about 1944 to 45, when he went, from uh, 45, even the beginning of the year, they had finished killing a lot of people. But like from 43, 44, that is when they moved into what we call the frenzied killings of the Jews. Ish. The, the fires were burning every day and night. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. They executed millions. I mean, they were doing it and doing it, but it was at the point where they discovered the way. Because the soldiers, they complained to Himmler, who is our assistant, and the charge of the SS, that the soldiers were being affected by the killing. So they had to discover a new way to kill the people. Because the soldiers were affected by just killing ordinary people. You know? So that when you shoot them, they don't die. And so on. So it was affecting the soldiers. So that's why they worked and worked until they found this gas method. But it was at the end, getting to a point. And all this time they were trying to kill Hitler, but he was not being killed. So you see that, like what the Bible says, that what is determined on the earth? And Hitler, for instance, it was determined that he would lose the war. From the day that he started, the madness was determined. That he would come, manifest the madness and lose the war. Because he did nothing in the world. 50, he caused the death of 50 million people. Just one person. That is the whole of Ghana times two and a half. Yeah. But as you look, you look at the predetermined nature of things and you realize that it was through that that Israel was born on the 7th of May, 1945. They said they had a small room like this. That room is, has been preserved in Israel. A small room with the chairs. They don't do anything there. Where they stood. To declare that Israel is a nation from today. And as soon as they declared it, they, they were, they, this war was declared on them. So when you go to Israel, that room with the Pope, who stood there, the chairs that were there, said that from today we are a country and this is our land. And they started to attack them immediately. Every attack they fought and as they kept fighting through the war, 67 and so on, they kept adding a bit more of space until they, what they have today. So, 
you see that the events create something. But there is a purpose and there is a plan. Because a country that is dispersed in AD 70 to every part of the world and regathered and the people have been dispersed and they are now speaking different languages for 2,000 years and then somebody takes it up to rewrite the language and retrain the people so that today in Israel they speak in Hebrew a language which was virtually forgotten they train everybody has to speak Hebrew yeah they wrote it systematically prepared everything did them fought and fought and fought and fought I tell you it's just, it's just fantastic but you see it's determined and God said it Israel will be a banner to the nations so he has gathered his people and you realize that even though things always look accidental I tell you it's accidental looking to you but it is determined already the purpose he said that for God has already purposed this is the purpose that is purposed in all the earth and this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations for the Lord of hosts has purpose and who shall disannul it his hand is stretched out and who shall turn it back are you there yeah. yeah. So as you grow, you will see something that looks bad. But if the Holocaust had not come up, Israel would probably not be in existence today. It's true. But after the war, what had happened to them? When they found they got to know so much was going on. Everybody felt sorry for them. So there was so much sympathy. The United Nations, everything. They must have a nation. They must have their own country. So it was the sympathy of the whole world that allowed them to stand there they protected them a little till they became strong and now you see a lot of the people are turning against them again the european nations that they are all turning again but it's like they are strong and they are nuclear power so my friends a lot of things are already determined you are finding out for the first time amen Number four, number three. The detailed predestination of Israel's march to freedom and their deliverance from captivity. Hey, is it breakfast time? You need to be alerting me. Nine o'clock. What time is breakfast? Ten. The detailed predestination. You see, the details. What's happening? No, no, don't make fun of the message. Don't, you see, you, you belittle the message, you turn it into what we call in, in law, absurdio reduction. Reduce it to absurdity. That if you do something else, oh, it's predetermined. If you do something, it's predetermined. That's not, that, is, that, that neutralizes what I'm, I'm preaching about. So don't, don't joke with it. Don't, don't shout, it's predetermined. Do you understand? It can easily be predetermined, but don't think in that way. If you think in the right way, I'm telling you what I'm sharing with you. It will really help you in this life. That's why I said that. Look, as I've come here, I mean, I've not come to take a, a drive to, I, I want you to come and, and work in the ministry full time or leave America. Please. Years ago, all those fantasies left my, my mind. It's true. The people that work with me, I would not have chosen them to work with me. 
the people that I would have chosen to work with me are here. It's true. The people that I chose to work as for me, I like the people that I've been with. Yeah. If you've been with me, I prefer you. I'll let the same person. Because that person knows me to a point. Are you there? What is that? Is it that? Okay. All right. But you don't choose what you want as you go on in life. You get it? Yeah. God chooses for you. And you have to learn how to accept what God chooses. That's why you have to also believe that the person you married was chosen. God chose the person. Why? When we, when we do the official, don't we say, what God has joined together? You see, you say, God has joined. You see? Even though I'm official, you say, God has joined. That's why I shouldn't criticize your pastor. Because when he was joining you together, you call him God. You say, what God has joined together? You call him God. So next time you criticize him or you say something bad, you are, you are fighting God. But you, you yourself said, you yourself said, what God has joined together. <laughs> Be careful. Because God has joined. When the pastor was okay, now turn to each other. Say this, 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 this. Then he said, God has what God has joined. Then I'm God. Later on, I'm not God. When I tell you what to do, you will not do it. That time I'm not God. When I was officiating, when I was God. <laughs> hey. It's fantastic. Psalm 105. Huh? It is destination of Israel's march to freedom. Freedom and deliverance from captivity is outlined in Have time? You have time? Okay. Psalm 105, verse 1. It's outlined by Psalm 105, yes. You have time? Okay. Verse Psalm 105. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Speak of all his wonders. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Amen. Amen. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his wonders which he has done and his marvels and his judgments. O seed of Abraham, his servant. O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. Verse 7. He is the Lord, our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded. Are you there?
The covenant which he made among verse 9 with Abraham and his oath to Isaac. Then he confirmed it to Jacob for a statute to Israel as an everlasting covenant. Saying, to you I will give the land of Canaan as the portion of your inheritance. When there were only a few men in number, very few and strangers in it. And they wandered about from nation to nation to one kingdom to another people. When they were few, he said, you see this land, giving it all to a few people. And there are people in it too. That's why you can be married to church i've given it to somebody you see this house i've given this house to somebody somebody is coming to stay here whilst you are in the room so that i've given the house to somebody it's fantastic when they were few in number they have given all this people running around but we're having a wedding next year i've given all of these people to you Verse 13. They wandered about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He permitted no man to oppress them and he reproved kings for their sakes. So all these things God was doing them. Do not touch my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You see, he was not allowing people to kill the Israelites. And he called for a famine upon the land and he broke the whole staff of bread. And he sent a man before them, Joseph. God was organizing. Psalm 105 is one of the best scriptures to read and understand predestination. It's like the psalmist steps back and reveals what God did and how he did. It's like something that he was just playing some game with. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They afflicted his feet with fetters. He himself was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. So even the bad thing that was happening was a test. God was testing. Then the king sent, when the time of the test was over, then the king sent and released him, the ruler of the people, and set him free. And made him the lord of his house and ruler over all his possessions. Verse 22, to imprison his princes at will that he might teach his elders wisdom. So when the time was up, so bring, bring him out of prison now. Make him the, 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 the ruler of everything. <laughs> Let him arrest anybody that he wants to arrest. <laughs> Verse 24, and he caused his people to be very fruitful. Wow. And made them stronger than their adversaries. And he turned their heart to hate his people and to deal craftily with his servants. And he sent Moses his servant and Aaron whom he had chosen. God is in charge. But notice verse 24. He caused his people to be very fruitful and made them stronger than their adversaries. When they were in Egypt, the Israelites, he made them give birth a lot. Sure. 
Marry, have children, children, twins. Okay, you have twins now. This is your fourth child. Wow! Three, five, six, eight. More. More. I am, I am, when you see me, you are seeing an attempted farmer. I have attempted farming more than once. That is what has made me respect the things that are in the Bible. Yeah. I've come to see that unless God touches your sheep, your cows, your goats, they will not become a lot. They will never become a lot. Yeah. He made them very fruitful. That's why when I see lighthouse churches growing, I just see it as a work of God. That one there, I just see it because like God will just bless the flocks and the people are becoming a lot and the churches are becoming Lord, they are going and it's working. It's just, it's just, a, it's just God who's, it's not a something, somebody's so clever strategy, whatever. It's, it's God's, it's God's power. He said he made his people very fruitful. Yeah. I had 10 cows. One of them was a male and nine wives. Nine wives and one husband. What a man! Instead of. So then one day I'll come and I'll see them. You know, and I have one, my, one of my main assistants is a farmer. He did agriculture, that's why I would call him a farmer. He did agriculture. And he would tell me, no, three of them are pregnant, four of them are pregnant. So it's going to have a baby. I'm going to have a baby. So I'll come and I'll see. They have given birth. You see the small one there. Look. Go up, down. Up. Now, after years, they are eight. <laughs> years and years have gone by. <laughs> yeah. Different, different things. Can you believe that? Even somebody stole a, a, a cow was able to steal about two or three of them. Yeah. You will never believe it. So when the Bible says he made them very fruitful, me, I would advise every, all of you to, to try farming. That is when you, 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 you will understand many things that are in the Bible. It says, when, it says when the Lord has blessed thee, when all that thou hast is blessed, when thy flocks and thy heads are multiplied, and thy houses and thy wealth is multiplied, then you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gave thee power to have wealth. So it's like when all this is that, and if you have some, it's from God. You have to think that way. You have to know that. You have to know it. But unfortunately, many people that are blessed, they don't think that way. They don't think that way. The blessing. And as I said, that those cows, they are the greatest blessing to me. Girls are lost. <laughs> I've tried with goats. I've tried with pigs. The pigs that they, they brought me 
the picture of all of them dead. Yeah. All of them lying down. He brought me the photograph. I saw all of them were dead. They said they were killed with a fire. Yeah. So when, when he says that, he caused them. Verse 24. He's caused his people to be very fruitful. Those of you who don't have children, remember, God is the one in control, ultimately. Those of you who have children, remember that God is the one. Don't talk flippantly and casually. Things are by the grace of God. If you don't know, I'm telling you something. Don't have to have a bad experience before you believe in God. Don't have to have a bad experience before you believe in God. Don't have to have bad things. You cannot experience every bad thing in the world. You are one person with one life. How many bad things can you experience? No. You must, you must believe. You must believe in God. God is the one who is in control. Amen. The Lord is telling me to tell you a certain story. You see, one of, our, one of my pastors, he went on the mission field and he decided to do some farming so he bought some chickens he told me he said he bought 1000 beds yeah that's a lot of beds because a Lebanese man had given him a contract to provide him the chickens to, for his because he had done a little and it had worked so he got these ones and when his chickens were there, after three weeks, <laughs> they were still color yellow. Do you know color yellow? <laughs> the, the color was supposed to change into, into white. Yes. <laughs> it didn't change. <laughs> it was yellow. After a long time, so the head was still yellow. Now, what happened was that, so he went and called the vet. The vet came, charged him, said, pay this, uh, give vitamins, this, medicine, injections, everything to the chicken. He bought more, he ate everything. And they were small like this. Very small. And the head was color yellow. Look, if you have never done farming, you never understand what we are talking about, the blessing of God. The chicken never grew. Ah! And they ate, you see, and there's a prophet, is, the prophet is how much you spend on feeding them, vet, whatever, light, and so on, and then how much you sell them, and that's the prophet. And they never, they never became big. It was more like that. That when you go to a restaurant, sometimes they will tell you, uh, they are giving you uh, what pigeon or there's something corn <laughs> maybe that is the, the type that the one that they didn't the one that they didn't know. he got rid of all that and believe it or not he tried it again and I think this time with fewer or whatever I don't know how many when he put them there it was then or then one day they came a cat a cat had come to the chickens and had 
eaten some of them and killed the rest. Just bit off the heads. Bite the head or put the head down. Bite the head or put the head down. Bite the head or put the bite the head or put the bite the head. Put the bite the head. Put it down. Look, I'm telling you something. I'm when I say that when God said that, and He made them very fruitful. He made them very fruitful. When he came, he saw the bloodshed, the cutters killed all his chickens. They were left with a few. The, the chickens grew just as they were at the end. A thief came and stole. <laughs> it's a true story. Even if the pastor tells you the story himself, you feel sorry. You feel very sad. Very emotional. Very emotional. So when the Bible says, so that's why, that's why I look at, what do you have? That, that's why I will feel confident to receive an offering from you. Because the Lord told Moses, go to the people and ask them to bring up the gold, the silver, what I have blessed them with. So that I may build my tabernacle. Go and ask them. Go and ask them. Because God is the one who knows more than anybody else. That whatever a person has or has not, it is from the Lord. It's the Lord who is giving it. Your cows will never grow. Your chickens will never multiply. Your sheep will never multiply. Your pigs will never... Nothing. I tell you, to be just around, you will be circulating. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So when he said, he pointed, he said that, and he made them very fruitful in Psalm 105. You must never forget this psalm. Then he turned the hearts you see, that's why I said some of the bad things that seem to happen. He turned the heart of the Egyptians to dislike the Israelites. So that now he would just oppose them. You see, God, they were comfortable. So now he turned their heart. That's why sometimes when you look, somebody has made up his mind, he will not change his mind. Somebody has made up her mind, she will never change her mind. And so he said, oh, I, ah, why is it not very important? If only he would do this. Or if only she would do this. That's why I can tell somebody that it's the will of God. Yeah. And the person has made up their mind. Will never change. You talk to us, will never change. Because he turned their hearts to hate his people. So God was in heaven. So, okay, now. So if you love me, if you love me, I, I receive it as a gift from God. I don't take it from God. I believe that. God touched your heart to like me. That's not everybody likes me. Liking anybody who likes you, tell, take it from me. It's more spiritual than anything physical. I'm telling you. Don't think of sex quickly. How much sex can you have? Don't think of sex. Anybody who likes you, think of it spiritually. You see, like a, a lady. I was talking to one sister, you know, whom a brother wanted to marry and he was approaching. I told her, look, it is not a small thing for a brother to like you or to choose you. A lot of people are not chosen. Nobody likes them. Nobody, nobody, even they are nice, they are okay, there's nothing wrong with them. Nobody, nobody likes you. Nobody chooses you. So I want to have chosen only you. It is, it is a great, it is a, it's a privilege. The Bible said he turned their hearts he turned their heart. He turned their hearts. He turned their hearts. Turned their heart to hate. 
to dislike this. That's why I say to you that Jesus is the will of God. At my age, I'm not coming to preach about something which maybe God has maybe turned somebody's heart away from or turned some other person's heart towards it or whatever God it is, whatever it is. I believe above all that we say and do and try to do. God is the one working things out. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Sure. That's what I believe. Cry. Believe it. Fully. So, those of you who are struggling with people, who you wish they were to change your mind about this, why doesn't he change? Why does this person like you? Why this person doesn't like you? Why this? Look. He turned his back. And even Pharaoh, God told him, I've had it in his heart. So for him, if God had 12 plagues, he wanted to bring all. Don't, don't, don't change your mind till I've brought all these plagues. If Pharaoh had agreed from the, all, all the plagues, Exodus, all the stories would not have happened. He needed him to harden his heart. So those of you who are trying to those of you who are trying to change your husbands and your wives. God has made them their heart the way it is. Yeah. Huh. And he made them deal craftily with his servants. Sometimes God makes somebody cheat you. I'll never God admit that Allah wants somebody to cheat you. One day Anasha stole some money. But God wanted him to steal that money. Yeah. And if you are here and you are Anasha and you are stealing. Not that I'm cursing you, but there is a curse for thieves in the Bible. Have I showed you that curse before? It's a curse. So this is the curse. It will enter your house, the house of the thief, and eat up the house and the, everything. So if you are here, you are stealing offerings because I found people have been stealing offerings. And we stand here, we are raising money. They say that as we are raising, the people are planning with it. So. Be careful of the curses that are going to come on your life. He sent Moses. He, he made them. But that, that particular day when the guy, that's what made me catch him, that guy. So God made him decide to steal on that day. That's the day that I, that's the day that I caught, I caught the person. Yeah. And he stole a lot of money. Yeah. But God made him steal so that I'll catch him on that day. So, then they performed his wondrous acts, verse 27, among them and miracles in the land. Then he sent darkness and made it dark, and they did not rebel against his words. He turned their waters into blood and caused their fish to die. You see, my pigs will die. They are all examples. I've tried, the only thing I've been tried is chicken. I've tried goat, sheep, pigs, cows. It's chicken, but my pastor has done it for me. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. I've learned that things that you see multiplying and increasing is the Lord. 
It's from the Lord. Amen. Then he spoke and there came a swarm of flies. Their lungs swam with frogs. See, he spoke and there came. He gave them hail for rain, flaming fire in their land. He struck down their vines also and their fig trees and shattered the trees of their territory. He spoke and locusts came and young locusts even without number. And he ate up all the vegetation and ate up the fruit of their ground. Wow! Ate up the fruit of the ground. Have you ever wondered sometimes when you work and then something has come to eat it up? All that you have gathered, something has come to eat it up. I believe one of the greatest cases is not to pay tithes. True. In fact, not even that you are not paying tithes, but that you do not honor the Lord. Because it is the Lord's honor, his respect is that thing. That you honor the Lord with your substance. That of all that you've given me, Lord, I, I, I accept that it is from you. So when you take away from the Lord his honor, you should watch out. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, he brought them out with silver. Uh, wait. He ate up their land and the fruit of the ground. He also struck down all the firstborn in their land. The first fruits of all their vigor. Huh? Death. Every house had one dead person. Many people don't understand this, what the effect that. If you, if you know somebody closely who somebody has died, that's when you understand what it's like for one person in the house to be dead. It means that there's a funeral in this house. But anytime there's a funeral in a home, uh, the home is shattered. Everybody in the house is devastated. There is a cloud, there is a feeling, there is a darkness, there is a pain, there is something. And the Bible says God made that thing to happen to every single house. It's not that there is a banner here and a canopy in this house. Every house. Every house. Canopy, banner, canopy, banner. This, dead, dead, here, dead, 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 dead. Funeral everywhere. Yeah. That is why, and death, there's something about death. That is why, that's what made Pharaoh let the people go. Let them go. There is nothing. And then, whenever somebody dies, the next feeling that comes is that you may be next. That's what death does. You you people, you don't know. If somebody close to you dies, you realize how you could have been you. When you look at it and you realize that, why this person is gone and what about me earlier in the year one of our pastors was gone and I look at his age just my age my age that's all. I mean we are mates he's there and I'm here hmm. it brings a feeling and you know that uh, look you can easily be the next one that is why they, they said, let the people go. We said, we be all dead men. 
Are you there? Then he brought them out with silver and gold. And among his tribes, there was not one who stumbled. And Egypt was glad when they departed, for the dread of them had fallen upon them. He brought them out with, eh, with gold and silver. It is God who puts money in your pocket. So when he brought them out, he didn't just bring them out. He brought them out with money. Some of you are using dollars in your life. You use dollars. You don't respect it now because you use it all the time. But there are people, when they see that dollar, they say, wow, I have dollars. They say, I have dollars. I have dollars. And even now, I mean, in Ghana, our currency is a bit stronger. But some time ago, a dollar became thousands. And it still becomes thousands in a lot of places. I say he brought them out, put dollars in their pocket. All of you, you God put dollars in your pocket. Put dollars in your pocket. Put, uh, gave you bank accounts with dollars. Come, I'll show you people like you, just your type. There's nothing like an account with dollar in it. I'll show you. I'll show you. I said, ah, I am the idol. You, you are what? You are what? You are what? And you did what? You are what? And you did what? You are nothing. And you did nothing. God is everything. And God did everything. Amen. Amen. Let us not allow Muslims to believe in God more than us. Because that is what is happening now. The way Muslims support each other and support the propagation of their religion throughout the Islamic world and throughout the world is so much you understand it's so much that you even wonder why Christians will not also pump such money and effort to push the gospel yeah are you listening so he says he brought them out with silver and gold among his tribes Egypt was glad when they departed Oh, then verse 39 he spread a cloud for an offering amen we are closing in about 15 minutes we're going to have breakfast he spread a cloud for a covering and fire to illumine by night they asked, he brought the quail. He satisfied them with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock and water flowed out. It ran in the dry places like a river. Wow. Look at the rivers God is giving you in the church. You are reading books. And even today, I have come here and God has spoken to me. He has never told me this at any camp. I have never said what I have said at any camp before. Tell the people. Tell the people that there will be a great blessing for them. Every one of them, including those who are not pastors, everybody buy the makane yourself and listen to it. Go in there. It will never finish. It's camp after camp after camp after camp. It will never finish. It's a river. God is causing a river to flow into your life. I'm telling you. If, if you are not blessed by it, I mean, we, can, we, can, we cannot even say oh, money back or whatever guarantee. You know, there's nothing like that in the church. 
But it's probably there's something wrong. You are a salted land. That is why you cannot be blessed by it. But you'll be blessed. You'll be watered. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yeah. He caused waters to come out of the rock. Look at a place like America. Here we are. We are in the presence of the Lord. Right here. For he remembered his holy word with Abraham his servant. And he brought forth his people with joy. And he also gave the lands of the nations. That they might take possessions of the fruit of the people's labor. Gave them houses. Lands. Properties. How many of you have your own house? It's a blessing to have a house. I was in my 20s when I first owned a house. Yeah. And I always saw it as a blessing. I was in my 20s. Because it's not easy to own a house in this life. Yeah, you'll find out. Why do you want to be old before you discover? Why don't you believe things when you are young? Do you understand? Let's try to believe a lot of things. There are a lot of things in the Bible that are so true. They are true, true, true. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Are you listening? Yes. So God is going to bless us. Amen. Amen. If he gives you a house that you don't owe money, you don't pay a landlord, you don't pay rent, you don't pay mortgage, hey, this life, in this life, it's a wild thing. You'll find out. If you don't know, you discover it. If you own even, you see, that is, it is people who don't know this revelation who have spent all their lives um, effort to get things that are beyond them. I, I want to explain. Can I explain? Yes. What I'm trying to explain is this. is that if you even own a one-bedroom flat, it's a blessing. That's what people don't realize. If that is all that you own. It's a one-bedroom. It's a blessing. If people saw it as a blessing, that's what they would have bought. <laughs> but because only a certain kind of mansion is seen as a blessing, that is why that is the only thing that people go for. If you have realized, because me long ago, when I was getting married, I needed a place to stay. I didn't have anywhere. And I wish that my, at that time, my father was alive, I wish that my parents would have given me somewhere to stay. Which, of course, he did. He gave me a room in his hotel. <laughs> and I stayed, I lived there for three years. Matt, is it not true? Were you not there? Yeah. I stayed there for three years. It was a blessing. But that is when I saw that the smallest room that you own is a great thing if God has ever given it to you that you own it like this. Than a mansion mansion that you die with a contract for another 34 years for somebody to come and pay. Yeah. But you, you will never know.
And I remember in 2001, a few days after September 11th, I came here for a camp meeting. And I shared about these things. People did not believe me. Yeah. I will not stop sharing the truth. I've decided I will not tell you lies. If you believe, if you know what is a blessing, that's why in the churches, in the church work we are doing, we try hard to build churches where we can build them. We're building hundreds of churches. All the offerings that you give are being used to build hundreds of churches. Yeah. Amen. So, he gave them the lands that they might take possessions. Amen. Amen. Now, number four. The reality of predestination is revealed by Isaiah. As revealed by Isaiah. Just write it that way. The reality of predestination as revealed by Isaiah hmm? makes our plans, our plans of none effect. Because we realize that God has already planned things. The reality of predestination as revealed by Isaiah. Is it hot or I'm imagining that it's hot? Who has made us feel hot? Can somebody make us feel cool? Did you write it? The reality of predestination as revealed by Isaiah makes our plans what? Of none effect because... We realize that God has already planned things. God has already planned. So your plans. This is, you see, this is one of the reasons why I don't like planning a lot of things. You still have to plan, but when I'm planning, I just look at what am I doing? Would this plan happen? You still have to plan, but... When you realize that God has already got a plan, so is this plan you are drawing, is it in in line with that plan? Isaiah chapter 19, verse 12. Where are your wise men now? Let them show you and make known what the Lord has planned against Egypt. That is one verse. Isaiah is the one who has a lot of these revelations that God has planned things already. Where are your wise men now? Where are your wise men? That's what God is like. Where are your wise men now? Where are your wise men now? Huh? The Lord has planned already against Egypt. Amen. Isaiah chapter 23 verse 9. And your breakfast is coming on in about seven minutes. As planned. The Lord of hosts hath purposed it. 
to stain the pride of all glory and to bring into contempt all the honorable of the earth. The Lord had purposed it already to stain the pride of all glory. Amen. Amen. And to bring into contempt all the honorable of the earth. God has already planned to bring down every proud thing. It's a plan that he has. Isaiah 46 verse 9. Remember the former things long past, for I am God and there is no other. Isaiah 46 verse 9. I am God and there is no one like me, declaring the end from the beginning. Declaring the end from the beginning. I declare the end at the beginning. God knows the outcome of every soccer match before it is played. God knows the result of the World Cup long time. 2010 World Cup. He knows the, 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 the result already. It's you who are going to be surprised at the, the result. When you see Ghana winning uh, the World Cup, you say, ah! <laughs> You'll be surprised. The elections. That Obama will be the president. Ah, long ago. These are not things. These are not recent things. Oh. These are not recent discoveries. You are finding out things. When Bishop Saki's wife died, I used to talk to him and tell him that, look, T, it has been determined that you will marry two people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you originally thought you marry one. And, and I said, we don't know if, it, if there'll be a third. <laughs> because when you come into this world, you don't know you may be somebody who will marry two people, three people, four people. Hudson Taylor, he had he, four wives died in China and six children. He buried ten people, ten members of his family in China. That mission field that he went to. Four wives and six children. There are types of people that marry two, that marry three, like Derek Prince. I told him, I said, T, you are just like Derek Prince now. If you listen to Derek Prince preaching, he always says, My first wife, this, 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 this. My second wife, my first wife, my second wife. I mean, there are some people who came into the world, that is how their life is. And I was explaining to somebody, there are people who have, your life has two chapters before marriage and then marriage. There are some people who have three chapters before marriage, marriage after marriage. That's it. And some people have four before marriage, marriage after marriage, and then the th- second marriage. That's chapter four. Because between your first marriage and then when you ever marry again, it's chapter three. It may be short, it may be long. You, you are finding out. He said, I've written determining the end from the beginning. Before you started walking around, it was me know how many women you will marry. Oh. You don't like my message, you see. Uh, the 
that's why I said that don't believe what I'm saying about predestination until you can connect it to the Bible directly. When you can connect it directly to the scripture, it will help you to receive it as something that is true. Declaring the end from the beginning. And from the ancient times, things which have not been done yet. It have not been done. God has already decided it. Saying, this is what God said, my purpose will be established. And I, the Lord, I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Calling a bed of prey from the east. The man of my purpose from a far country. Truly I have spoken. Truly I will bring it to pass. I have planned it. Surely I will do it. Surely I, will, I have planned it. He said, calling a bed of prey from the east. God can call a bed of prey. He will call my daughter whose husband was just killed to me God called a bed of prey to come and do whatever but you see you may find it difficult to believe it's so mysterious it's not even something that happens you you can't understand it yeah it has no it is one of the most senseless experiences but that's what i'm trying to explain to you that you and i are just finding out what's happening there's a program on one station in Accra called what's going on <laughs> that's the name of the program what's going on every morning they come what's going on and they have a song what's going on what's going on every day what's going on and they'll be talking about it <laughs> He said, I've planned it. I've planned it. I've determined it. I'll do it. We are just just discoverers. We are explorers. And as you get older, you begin to find out that even though you've got a plan, it's not going that bad. Which of you can say that your life has gone according to your plan? Tell me, stand up. The one whose life has gone according to your plan. Stand up. Let me. I need to see you. Stand up now. I command you to stand up. I want to see you now. Because I'm going to have a meeting. I'm going to have breakfast with you. Right after church. Your plan, your life has gone according to plan. Your life has gone according to which plan? Which plan has it gone according to? The person whose life has gone according to plan should stand. <laughs> Remembering the things, remember the former things long past. It's Isaiah is the one, is the prophet who more clearly brings out this aspect of God. Declaring there is none. He says, I am God. There is no one like me. Declaring the end from the beginning. When they are going to start, kick off. 
Then he starts. Ah, then they go for the race. He says, Ah, this one is going to win. Before he goes, Oh, this one has won. This one is second. This one is third. Straight. The end is determined before the beat. You are both. Oh, this one will die. 26. This one will die. 46. This one will die. 56. This one will die. 66. This one will be dead by three years. I mean, you start now on the first. Oh, this one, this is his date of birth. This is date of death. Everything from the beginning is determined. That's why I'm here to teach you about predestination. You say I have only two messages. From ancient times, things which have not been done, saying, My purpose will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Then he has a colon, a semicolon. It says, Calling a bird of prey from the east. The man of my purpose from a far country. A person who is supposed to execute the will of God will be summoned. You'll be summoned. Hey! A person who is carrying, I mean, an implementation. An implementation. An implementation. A bed of prey and a bed that eats people. From the east, I'm calling him to come and implement my will. A man of my purpose. Truly, I have spoken. Truly. I will bring it to pass. Amen. I have planned it. Surely I will do it. Clap for clap for the predestination God that we are serving. Yeah. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 4. In it, we are just moving slightly to Jeremiah. Oh, your time is up. For this the earth shall mourn, and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken it. Jeremiah 4.28 I have purposed it and I will not repent. Neither will I turn back from it. <laughs> so anyway, I shouldn't have really given you that because um, I should have given you that is under Jeremiah. But I'm talking about the predetermined plan of God as is shown in Isaiah. So this one is really not scoring. But um Yes. It is powerful. Is it not powerful? Yes. Are you being blessed? Yes. I realize that our time is up, so we're going to break now. But we should have been at least finished our seven points, but we'll just, we'll just break for now. We are going to come. The next one is, let me give you the next point, then you, when you come. The reality of predestination as revealed by Jeremiah. The same thing that you wrote for the first one, Isaiah, you are writing the same thing for Jeremiah. The reality of predestination as revealed by Jeremiah makes our plans of non-effect 
Because we realize that God has already planned things. The reality, you see, um, the reality of predestination as revealed by Jeremiah makes our plans of none effect because we realize that God has already planned things. God has already planned things. So Isaiah is showing us that God has already planned things. Jeremiah is showing us that God has already planned things. And finally, Paul, the reality of predestination. I'll give you the verses after. The reality of predestination as revealed by the Apostle Paul makes our plans of non-effect because we realize that God has already planned things. Amen. All right. Are you there? Okay. So, stand to your feet. Let's pray. How how many hours is breakfast? One hour? Okay. Please try to come on time for the next session. Amen. It's going to be a blessing. I'll show you a film. Do you, do you like films? Yes. <laughs> Lift your hands and just speak to God for a moment. Tell God that you never knew that He had planned so many things. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Mambara la mandala balanda la mananda. Pala mananda le berende melene mushana la makabale dili medele mende. Oh, God, thank you. Pandolomo ramalanda la barile. Main balade balade la bada. Mandala badala 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 bada. Man balade rele mendera le mendera le mendera le mendera le mendera le mendera le mendera. Para la mandala mashanda la bakabala la 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 mandala la ba. My God. My God, my God, my God. Hayam balandala bana zonde relevini kiburan la la banda la la. Low breve sabrevelation sabrevelation darala banara. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. For your great blessing. Your holy word. Spoken to us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Take out an offering. Take out an offering. We are going to take a lot of offerings. This just uh, start up. Take it out. Let me pray over it. Oh, you don't carry cash here. You don't have cash. You have cash. Yeah. Take out something. Take out something. There's ATM here. Everybody should go to ATM so you have cash. So anytime we take an offering, you have something to give. At the time you are living here, you should have given a lot of money. Because God has filled your pocket with dollars. Or you filled it yourself. Did you fill it yourself? Look, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? 
I, I want to tell you a secret. You know, whenever we come for a camp or something, you know, generally, we are heading towards working for the Lord. But there are many things that God speaks. That's why I'm sure the Lord is telling me to tell you together, Makane. There are many, many other unrelated things. It's a blessing for you in many ways. So try to hear and get as much as you can get for your life. Because you'll be surprised. It may not even look related. That's why I can watch somebody like Hitler and learn a lot. It's true. I've learned so much by watching that, that man. Even what I'm sharing today, that things that are determined, people may attend 42 times, but if it is not allowed by God, it will never happen. Are you there? Yes. So lift up, lift, take out a good offering. Have you got a good offering? Okay. How I many know that it's expensive for us to have a camp? Huh? You may, you may think it's expensive for you, but it's expensive for me. Amen. Amen. It's expensive for me to, to ha- come and have it. And it's not easy to have a camp. In, in, to, apart from everything, to get the time slot. You get it. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy. Every, from now, every three days, I have, I'm in a different country. When I finish here three days, when I finish here on Monday and I leave to another country, I'll be there for three days, I'll go to another country. I'll be there for three days, I'll go to another country. I'll be there for three days, I'll go to another country. I'll be there for three days, like that. Several. I can't even get the space like this. So, I want you to be appreciative and I want you to also show by the offerings that you give because at the end of it all, one of the things that I'll, I'll ask is so, so how much do we have? Because every offering that we give at this camp is going to help Healing Jesus Crusade. I'm possessing it for Healing Jesus Crusade. Amen. I think it's a good um, place to invest in. Amen. It's not for church building, it's not for paying salaries, it's not for anything, just for crusade. Amen. Are you happy to give towards evangelism? Yeah. As I'm speaking now, they are, they are there. There is a team of 45 trucks and cars and convoys. They are all camped. The, it takes long time to prepare. The last place I was, as soon as I arrived in Ghana, Fred Price is coming to us at the Kodesh for another two days. As soon as he leaves, as soon as he leaves, that's the crusade. When he leaves today, tomorrow is the crusade. Yeah. So every three days like that is the agenda is going. So appreciate it and show appreciation by your giving. Amen. Because camps, you see, we have so many places to have camps. Kenya. Because right, all these places are now they are now big churches with a lot of people. Now, the Kenyans have really attracted me because they said that now the place that they have for their camp is inside the Masamari or whatever park with the lions and everything. And I said, oh, this is something I'll really enjoy. <laughs> and you people, you don't have any lions here. You know you don't have lions. You know you don't have lions. So, you have what? Deers. Oh, 
Yes. We are talking of lions, leopards, and other wild animals. Do you get it? Yeah. So, let us be blessed as we give. Amen. Lift up your offering. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this offering as we give it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ashes, receive the offering and then bring it to the front. I'm waiting for the money. Uh, since I caught this Asha stealing money, as I look at that thing, I'm, in fact, my heart is not resting. <laughs> Samuel, people are not afraid of God. Though. But it's a blessing. So please, be careful of the things that God has predetermined for you. Be grateful. Don't suck predestined blessings from your life. Amen. Don't suck them. For I realize you have sucked your predetermined something that you feel is not good. Hey. When I preach that, you don't understand uh, what I'm saying, you see. Or you understand it. Amen. Give. Every person you are giving is going outside Accra and outside Ghana to preach a gospel message. Amen. I'll tell you the number of people, but there are about 40 to 50 people at the crusade ground. Now, the crusade ground is there. The crusade, actual crusade is just the tip of the iceberg. They are all there. Working in villages, in towns, with pastors, especially the remote places. All working. Security, buses, armed soldiers, guns, everything. So a small thing. Yeah. So I need you to really give. And I'm going to ask some of you to give to support some of those things, especially. Because I believe that you can. What has filled your stomach with silver and gold? Your pockets. Amen. Huh? Your money is where? And you are speaking American uh, this information. <laughs> you are not giving offering there, you are. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> when you come back, you because I'll take another one then too. You double it. Okay. You you wait. I'll, I'll remember. <laughs> Has everybody given your offering? Who hasn't? No. Somebody is calling for the back. All the back people haven't given. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. One day I went to preach in a church in Philadelphia. Not a lighthouse church. And uh, 
when they finished, took an offering like this. It's a lot of money. And then they gave it to me. <laughs> so when I was going, I said, oh, today I'm rich. <laughs> So I decided that I wouldn't, I wouldn't even count, I wouldn't even look at that. No, I, I know that I'm rich today. When I opened it, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. About it was about two hundred dollars. Yeah, I cannot lie to you. I said today, dear, because the the pack was bad, so I hit it deep. <laughs> oh, life. <laughs> All right, Father, we thank you for this offering as we have received it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, God bless you. What's the time? 10:15 This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.